This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Grant's taking a couple days off, so I am filling in. I am Rocco, a.k.a. DJ Rock Lobster. Ka, 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 ka. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Is that, is that what a lobster sounds like underwater? Ka, 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 well, ka, it's, got ka. The, it's got the, you know, clompers. It's got the claws. Oh, my you know, God, I, I thought you were saying ka, 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 No, ka, ka, ka. ka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're terrible. Okay. Okay, all right. So, you know, I, ha- I don't know if you guys know this, but I have an unpaid research assistant. I'm not talking about my mom, who sometimes is an entertainment correspondent, but Casey has become an unpaid research assistant, and he is on the lookout for notable obituaries and other, like, human interest stories that he knows I would like, that ha- might have to do with fashion, Hollywood. Yes, I love this. So he says, he says, hey, there's a really unbelievable obituary, I think, you and your people are going to want to know. Oh, I like the people. The people. The people and the people. And he was right. And so this is from the Washington Post. So not a familiar name to us, but uh, people may know him. Larry Mann, M-A-H-A-N, a six-time world champion rodeo cowboy who bucked his way into American stardom, starred in an Oscar-winning documentary, has his own line of Western wear and appeared on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Oh, I love that. Many, many times died at his home in Valley View, Texas. He was 79 years old. More than any cowboy before or since, Larry Mahan's fame transcended the geography and conventions of traditional rodeo. Now, have you guys been to a rodeo? It's been a while. I actually watched some bull riding yesterday on TV. I, I, I love I, I rodeo. Do. There's I, a Hamill rodeo there's in a July, Spoon, Wisconsin. One. I, I mean, it is always fascinated me. You know, especially you know the bull riders and stuff. Yeah. And so Larry grew his hair long. He was a very different kind of a cowboy because the first time he was on in a rodeo, he was it was 1957. So sports writers likened his fame to Elvis Presley and his achievements to Hank Aaron. His hair was long. He wore really bright shirts, psychedelic chaps. Um, <laughs> That's a phrase. Is, you don't he, hear is this yeah. spotted cow Larry Mann or is nothing? This it might seem something completely different. This is I, just Larry Mann. Larry Mann. Okay. And he learned how to fly his own plane so he could go to more competitions. He had his own Cessna. Even for people who didn't know what a rodeo was or about the cowboy thing at all, he was interesting just because he carried himself like a real successful cat, said this one writer. The smile, the gleam, the sparkle. 
he was just the whole deal. He made rodeo cowboys cool. And he started, so he started in 57, and he won $6 and a belt buckle, and that is now on display at the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame in Colorado. And after he graduated high school, he moved to Arizona, and he hoped to join a college rodeo team, but tuition was too expensive, so he joined the rodeo circuit, and he... So early 60s, he became one of the biggest headliners. As a rookie, he won first place in bull riding at the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association Championships. And he also did saddle, bronc, and bareback riding. And in 66, Larry Mahan won an unprecedented, and it's never been done since, five straight all-around world championships. A streak that ended only after he broke his leg in two places. He... um, he would enter about 90 rodeos a year, and he learned to fly, and that's how he could be in several competitions every weekend. And unlike other cowboys, he stayed out of the saloons, and he was also, and he liked Howard Johnson motels because he thought the ice cream was fantastic. Oh, a hojo to go. A hojo to hojos. go. And he considered himself a bull savant. So if you're looking for an out-of-town occupation, I oh, recommended be- a bull savant. Okay, better than Rocco. One year, Lori said she was a um, she was a uh, I inseminated bulls for a living. She was a bull inseminator. <laughs> yeah, which didn't make sense Since, because you would right. track right. the semen yeah. from the bull and right. put it in the cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she went around like that. People just look at her like, oh, okay. What have but you been drinking? Larry Mahan was a bull savant. He would take. Study the bull, note their mannerisms and tendencies. He respected them and feared them, kind of like when we went to the Derby. The real, real horse savants, they wait until the horses are in that little corral thing and before they make their final bets because they're looking at how they're all breathing and stuff. So this is what this guy said. He was a bull savant. He told Sports Illustrated in 1973, bulls are the meanest rankest creatures on earth horses don't try and step on you when they throw you off they don't want to trip bulls love to step on you or whip your face into the back of their skull and break your nose and Ah. knock out your teeth to hang on you have to make yourself into some kind of a small beast and um so his got his first horse when he was seven and he also told the sports illustrated that um uh, he he just he just loved it, and uh, Sports Illustrated in that same story they talked to uh, this announcer guy by the name of Mel Lambert, who saw him compete in a little rodeo in Oregon, and he told the audience the cowboy who just finished is Larry Mahan. Don't forget his name because he's going to be an all around champion. And he told Sports Illustrated he had the try. Do you guys know what the try is? It's a cowboy term. Mm-mm. He had the try. It's a cowboy term for never say die. The try. Mm. The try. Never say die. The way he oh sat on a horse, the way he spurred, he was all business. He had the try to get him wherever he wanted to go. He was featured in a documentary called The Great American Cowboy, which won the Academy Award in 73. Okay. Yeah, for, just look that up. But you can. It's, somebody has it on YouTube. Yeah, for best documentary. And it's an exceptionally well-made documentary about rodeos and professional cowboys, which captures the carnival-like atmosphere as well as the deadly seriousness okay. of the sport. He capitalized on his fame like other professional athletes athletes of his time. 
He had a line of clothing boots and cowboy hats. Yes, he, he did. Larry Mahan, Western mm-hmm. wear, rodeo champ. He makes looking good easy. His boots made an appearance in No Country for Old Men when a customer asks the shopkeeper, do you carry the Larry Mahans? The store <laughs> did not. He recorded a country music album titled King of the Rodeo and acted in several movies and TV uh, films, including The Good Old Boys with Tommy Lee Jones, Francis McDormand, and Sam Shepard. Here's a little clip from his album. Oh, let's hear it. He said he opened up for Waylon at Red Rocks. Oh, my gosh. All right, now I love knowing that. And he got booed? Yeah, because they were like, you can't sing. He was married. That sounded better than anything we've ever heard. (laughs) He was married several times. A list of survivors was not available. His greatest ride was on a bull named Old 27. The second time he rode him. The first time old 27 knocked him off in three seconds. Mr. Mahan was ready for him the next year. The battle that followed was considered to be the greatest that has ever taken place in man's uneasy quest for riding room on the back of a bull. How long? The Saturday Evening Post wrote the instant the Saturday gate opened. Saturday Evening Post, no less. The old 27 became a flowing mass of muscle, cat quick, and violent. Mr. Mahan held on until the eight-second buzzer, and the judges gave him a score of 92, the highest ever. Asked later how he defied the bull, Mr. Mahan said, positive thinking. I just positively thought I'd better stay on. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, that's a good old bit. I know. Yeah, that's really, a good, that's really a good is. I I don't know, you know. I I do love a rodeo. Well, I love. Yeah. Love. And I went to like a little old-timey rodeo once in Arizona. They're all, every They're, weekend yes, they were kind of yes. happening. And I was always like fascinated that anyone would willingly... Get on a bull. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I know it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you dig around uh, the Great American Cowboy documentaries on YouTube, there's a clip of him on Wide World of Sports from oh. 1973 on YouTube. His album's on YouTube. Oh, oh fun. And you could probably find him on Johnny Carson. Yeah. So and here's go. a guy, Clark, uh, wrote a song about him. Uh, I'll play a little clip of all that. Right. It's called Ramblin' Jack and Man. Yeah. Cowboyed all to hell. Cowboyed all to hell. All to hell. You had to try. <laughs> anyway, rest oh. in peace, Larry Mahan. Uh, Rocco, thanks for finding that That's stuff. Fun. We come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. It's springtime. Are you ready to celebrate? Hope you know. If you've never been to the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater, it's such a unique place with a really cool supper club vibe. I personally love the prime rib dinner and love the pink squirrel ice cream drinks. I know you've had a grasshopper. Yes. But the prom is still on stage. It's such a happy, super fun show. Great, great comedy. The performances are are fantastic. Amazing. It closes June 10th, so so get your tickets. Time's running out. Get your tickets now. And then after that, the Jersey Boys are coming. It's going to be fantastic. And, of course, the Chan has, they're known for their excellent tribute concerts, concerts. They've got concerts coming up. Um, for Judy Garland, James Taylor, Crosby, Stills, Nash and & Young. And then you can rock yourself crazy with power ballads. And, of course, every weekend, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. For tickets, visit ChanHassanDT.com. Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. <laughs> okay, time. <laughs> The things she says during the break over here, Rocco. I don't know if you can hear <laughs> no, us. No, could not. Oh, Jace. Honest to Pete. Okay. Um, here is the deal, people. If you like a White Castles and like free things, today's your day. It's National Slider Day. You just have to download the Whitey's app. 
what might cost you a dollar fifty, you could get for free. So is that free, what it's called, Whitey's? Well, Whitey's. We used to call it going to Whitey's. White yeah. Castles. How much is that? How much a burger costs now? A dollar. I don't know. Remember I how much make, they were like thirty cents. They were back thirty when we were cents back in the day, and yeah. I loved how the little burgers were in squares with the holes in it, and they'd spread out the oil, then they'd put the onions on, then they'd put the burgers on, then they put the buns right on top. Oh, I love a White Castle. I made sliders, you know, that won our um, our appetizer recipe stuff this fall. Yeah. And I made that recipe. I think we both got it. Oh, they were so good. They were good. Too much work? No, they were simple. Okay. They were so simple. And then um, I thought this is kind of funny because if you live near a park that people think a tennis court is a dog park because it's enclosed and they can let their dogs off the leash and poop this, and pee and do all that kind of stuff. Well, it's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. But this is what they're doing in Montreal. Um, is that a dog park has posted a sign that bans barking. Basically. Oh, good luck with that. You're going to find people between $370 and $1,475. It's unclear how it'll be enforced. People have said it's a little stressful coming here now, worrying about your dog barking. Well, the dogs will have to be muzzled. That is the silliest thing I've ever It's so funny. It's so funny. But neighbors were complaining that there were too many dogs in there. But does your puppy bark, Rocco? Yes. It's it's not very well trained. We can't get any time with Katie K9. She's too busy. Well, there's other places. I know. <laughs> well, why go to anybody else? Anybody I know. Katie, Katie's the bomb. But, yeah. I mean, seriously, so your dog is a barker? Like, he he when, likes to live out the window and bark at all the dogs that go by. What kind of a dog? He's it's a, a burning doodle. He's cute. It's a cute. It's, oh, a, it's cute, a St. Yeah. Bernard and a... No, and, uh, a, uh, a Bernese Mountain Dog. Bernese Mountain. Yeah. And a poodle. Labradoodle. Yeah. I mean... It's something like that. Something that's like, a poodle. Your doggleganger, Rocco. Yeah. It's the cutest. <laughs> it, yeah. Look at... It's the cutest dog ever, so it's, it's a barker, be big, though. though. Yeah, yeah, well, he's the mini version. Oh, he's the mini those, version. Because those Bernese get big, but okay, yeah, we're the so mini version. Okay, so you got version. the mini version. Well, you can get it. You can train it to stop. Yeah, barking. we got to do that. That's not a natural barker to... dog. That's not a natural. Oh, look at Lori. No. No. No, <laughs> natural. There are some dogs that that oh, is I know. natural. I know. That is the what they are. They're barkers. I have a friend whose dogs bark when I call her. I'm like, can you call me back when the barking's over? Because mm. it's so annoying. Because it it's is. just, you know. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. It's like calling someone when their baby's crying and they still want to talk to you. And you're like, oh, no, maybe we could try this later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, seriously, I don't want to hear it. I don't it, they, it's it's but some dogs are barkers. Of course, of course. The best news of the weekend, besides that it was just such a great Mother's Day weekend, is that they are repurposing across the country Macy's, Old Navy's, um, Bed Bath and Beyond these huge, huge real estates in malls with pickleball clubs. Did you hear this? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. CNN, you don't care. Lori, it's a big craze. <laughs> Rocco, I know you're going to play someday. I, we're, someday. We're waiting for Smash Park in Roseville to open up right over here. Because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be done this fall. And I haven't heard anything on it. But you will go once, Lori, and you will oh, see. Yes. You will experience the Juana V. you know, I think about it. You do not. I do. I'm going to make you play it. at the cabin. I do think about it. I'm going to make you play at the cabin. But don't you think that's a cool idea? I mean, there's these huge buildings just sitting there. Yeah. What are people going to do to them? I mean, you know, anything to regentrify and get things. Going well, just again repurpose and it repurpose and it, and yeah. get people to go to the mall. I th- I thought that yeah. was kind of fun. I'm excited for you. As you could tell by my slow clap. She's so bad. (laughs) She's so bad. Well, at least you're not saying no, don't tell me that. Okay, so every year the Social Security Department lists the top names that babies have been named the year before. And this year we didn't have a lot of changes to the the big names, but we had changes further down the line. Okay. For example, big names for boys, Liam. And... um, Number one for boy, Liam, Noah, Oliver, James, Elijah, William, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, and Theo, Theodore. I feel like those have been on those for such a long time. Girls, top ten. Olivia, they, Sophia, Olivia Emma, Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Mia, Evelyn. But a new one has creeped into the top ten. Luna. Oh, Luna. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy Teigen. I know their baby. They have a Luna. And it's Latin for moon. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very it right now, but... According to the American Kennel Club, it's also the it's top. It's a good dog name. It's the yeah. top name because it's two syllables. Luna. Yeah. I always feel like when you're calling someone. Bella. Darby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tia. Bella. These yeah. are my dog names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Misty. There you go. Two, two, what is your dog's name? Is it two? My, we, is Chico. We, I call him Cheeky. Cheeky. I, my wife says he's out there. They're driving to pick up my boy. They're listening together. So, oh, hey, Cheeky, how you put doing? The, put the Cheeker on the phone and let him bark. Ruff, ruff. Ruff, ruff. But give some of the new okay, guy here's names the new that names that are inspired by Yellowstone is that in the history of when Social Security has been tracking name trends, the highest, fastest one going up in the ranks is Dutton. Oh, really? After John Dutton... It it changed um, a total of 986 spots in one year. Wow. So it's moving up, moving up. It's the fastest ranking since they've been tracking this. Mm-hmm. And then other ones from Yellowstone inspired are Casey, which we've lived with Casey our whole life. But people spell it K-A-Y-C-E. I don't like that. Well, Casey. I, I know like a how Casey, Casey does it, just the initials. Well, I know, but I know yeah. a Casey girl yeah. who that is her name. It's yeah. C-A-S-E-Y. Yeah, all right. I guess you spell it however It doesn't matter. Are. The name is Casey, okay. but that's climbing. Okay. And then, um, let's see. That's R- Rip. 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 That'd be a tough one 
R.A.P., you know, be kind of, I don't know. That I had a girlfriend who dated a guy named Rip, and he was kind of in a band. It was Rip kind of Van Winkle. No, it's kind of a cool <laughs> name, though. I don't know. As a nickname. I mean, I, I, Rip. Yeah, that was Rip. his name. Really? In the 70s, Rip, there was, was Rip a, Taylor. Rip and Taylor. Rip oh, Taylor. I remember Rip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were people, that's a name, I guess. Ripple, Ripple Stiltskin. Yeah. But how did Rip Van Winkle, he laughed. He had a funny laugh, if you remember. Rip Taylor or Rip, Rip Van Taylor. Winkle? Yeah. Rip Van I Winkle just made a fictional character. Fix, uh, I made up a Rip Van Winkle. No, he's he was a fictional character. Didn't he fall asleep or oh, something? Oh, they he did for 20 years. Something like that. In the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We come back. Well, that was a real mishmash. Well, it was random. That's it was, all it is. Look at those cheeky implants. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. You know, we say get to the airport early and really start your vacation early and enjoy yourself at our lovely airport. MSPAirport.com is your source of all information. But just to kind of give you an idea, if you have a busy lifestyle and you don't get to go out and try new restaurants in the Twin Cities area, a lot of them are at the airport. I mean, Lolo American Kitchen, is an, um, they have all these great craft beers. Um, Lake Wine and Kitchen Bars is great. Oh, that's a good place. I've yes, been there. I know. Legends of the North is a retail place where you can go and get all these different things if you're traveling to someone who likes Minnesota and they want a spam t-shirt or something like that. Um, but just I, I mimosas. Um, you can go to um, what other restaurants? But I love duty free. Lori loves the duty free. I do love the duty free. But you know, People's Organic. I love their breakfasts. There, they're so good. Red Cow is there. Just go have fun. That's our airport. You're gonna love it. It's Monday. We can't avoid it. It came here, even though yesterday we wished it wouldn't. <laughs> It just keeps coming back, this Monday thing. Yeah, uh, I just don't know about it. I'm like, uh, anyway, but one thing that happened over the weekend was um, the BAFTA TV Awards yes. happened. And just Mike posted this to the Lori and Julia po- uh, show page. But um, uh, the Memorable Moment Award, which was probably just created specifically for this, was that Last year for the Queen Elizabeth, the Jubilee, yes. which was happening last June, Paddington Bear stopped by for a spot of tea with the Queen. And even though she looked tiny and frail in her chair, like in a way that, you know, she's because she's kind of looked ageless for she so many always years. Has. There's been an age, but there was a thing about it, but it won the moment. So if you haven't ever seen it, really cute it's cute and it's and it, really cute and she's so sparkly and i just thought oh it's cute and also just a shout out to paddington bear too it is just a delicious movie yeah casey just watched it with the kids Rocco, have you seen it yeah i saw the one and two uh yeah they're both so better good. than you think they're gonna be yeah oh, i love that one anyway so it's posted if you just need a little pick me up you can look at martha you can look at roni trailer you can look at Queen Elizabeth having her tea with Paddington the Bear. And then the other thing that um, I, I I don't know, I guess I didn't uh, even know that because, you know, sometimes like if somebody, a celebrity is going to come forward to talk about something, it's seems like it's a planned strategy. They might have a book where a they're movie gonna, to tie a movie in with or something. Or something. Yes. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he happened he was like on a podcast. And he just let it be known that um yeah, you know, he just very casually 
talked about, um, you know, mental health and depression. And he was just like, it, it wasn't any kind of a thing. It was just, he was on this show called The Pivot. Mm-hmm. And I know Julia hates when I give any podcasts anything, but that's where <laughs> that's where he was on. And it just yeah. kind of came out. So here's um, a story from GMA um, about The Rock um, talking about this. This morning, the former wrestler turned actor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, wrestling the tough topic of mental health. I left school. The interesting thing at that time is I didn't know what mental health was. I didn't know what depression was. I just knew I didn't want to be there. The star describing his battle with depression after his college football career ended and then again when his marriage ended. I went through it again when I got a divorce, but knew what it was at that time. And luckily at that time, I had some friends who I could lean on. Say, hey, you know, I'm feeling a little wobbly now. I've got a little struggle happening. Johnson adding on Instagram, I've worked hard over the years to gain the emotional tools to work through any mental pain that may come to test me. As men, we didn't talk about it. We just kept our head down and worked through it. Not healthy, but it's all we knew. He says parenthood helped him put things into perspective. The saving grace for me has really been my daughters, the three of them, and being a girl dad. Right. That's been the saving grace because you look at them and you realize, well, I mean, really, this is what it's all about. The National Institute of Health saying depression affects many men and that because men who are depressed may appear to be angry or aggressive instead of sad, their families, friends, even their doctors may not always recognize the anger or aggression as depression symptoms. So those are some important reminders. And The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, says, of course, now he knows how to recognize depression. But before he did, he said he wished he'd have someone who could pull him aside and say, hey, it's going to be okay. Now that's his message for anyone struggling. All right. So I like that. And that is so true uh, that very often, you know, people will show it. Not always guys because, you know, anyone can be show off uh, their sadness in an angry and sure, you know, it gr- manifests itself in different ways. Different ways. Where women does, are more tend to crying. And, yeah, we're a little yes. bit maybe in more not in tune quite, with, quite so tough in that right, way. But I right. just thought, uh, good for you, Dwayne, for uh, uh, talking. Yet another about reason that. why this guy's amazing. I know it. Mm-hmm. I know. I guess I had. Uh, uh, I, I did know that he like had a you know rough childhood. Yes, you know, going back like. Being dirt poor and living in Hawaii and then like living in Tennessee or something or I don't really know his story, Rocco. Yeah. You might know more working with Don and Steve because Steve. Oh, loves he loves the rock. The rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know a ton about it, but there's like a show about him, right? With, right, um... but he did sort of, you know, like his dad. You know, when people were living on the mainland and in Hawaii, yes. not easy. To be going back and forth, no. and then you know all of that. So anyway, yeah, I just really do like him. Hmm. You know, I like him, and I like uh, Queen Elizabeth. And I don't know if I like this story or not. Kim Kardashian shopping for home in Tom Brady's community. That pair are friendly. I'm <laughs> telling you, Chris Jenner is pushing the story so hard. Listen, for some reason, she wants. The world to speculate that Kim and Tom Brady are could be a thing. Listen to the okay, well placed source. Okay, let me hear the source. Tells page six this. Racco, we'll see how you've gotten okay. you know how to Hollywood speak. Okay. Okay. Just even the fact that page six describes it as a well placed okay. source, Chris Jenner. Kim really likes Tom. 
she phoned him and asked him for his advice on B- Baker's Bay, this exclusive area. Okay, but Kim really likes Tom. She phoned him. Okay, here can I Hollywood speak this? I'm hoping um, you're going to. <laughs> very few few people are, are can afford to live on Baker's Bay. Um, well, I just think Tom Kim could, really likes Tom. She, she phoned him. She Nobody. Not. Phones, phones anybody <laughs> nobody uses that vernacular no she picked up a phone she but called chris, him chris, called him chris jenner would still talk this way right she really likes him and she phoned him you'd say she called him and nobody calls anymore people i like text. calling i like to call Rocco, were you? Can you Hollywood speak better than Julia? My God, she failed completely. I, I am. I the, am. I think I was on a roll, but you Kim cut really me off. likes Tom. She phoned him, and then you're all talking about the the rest of the story yeah. that I haven't even said yet. All right. Well, that That's uh, the yeah. Tell. These are two people that uh, don't have a partner right That's now right. and it's... are attractive and rich, and then and, the same age group. Yeah. Yeah. She likes athletes. Mm-hmm. She's trying to find the next match because Kim hasn't been with someone since. Pete Davidson, and boy, we don't want to think of her as being dry. Having yeah, okay. <laughs> no romance. That's what I meant. Yeah. Having this dry spell, this extended right. dry spell, which, by the way, she's got all these businesses, and she has four children and all these activities. Yeah, how yeah. would she even have time? How do you feel about if, uh, how would you feel about those two dating now? They both have young children, so this could only be a hotel romance. Hotel, motel, holiday. holiday. Well, let's have I mean, because they got hot. They're, they're, they live in California. They, they, it's too far away. It's for too far out. away. It can be a hotel romance, but it can never be a thing because of the ages of the kids. It just won't be. And isn't he trying to buy a football team or something? The Vega. Uh, yes. So I can't remember where is he trying to buy a team out that direction. Yeah, but still, still, his kids go to school in Miami yeah, or wherever. His they live. wife lives a day. It's silly. It's a hotel romance. If it's anything, and it's wishful thinking on the part of Chris Jenner. Well, her mom is like going through the Rolodex. Who can we pair up Kim with? At least oh, start some rumors. She phoned him. Because Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet did that go anywhere? No. And that so was that another was a, Chris Jenner production. Right. But Bad Bunny and Kendall is happening. For real, because they were matching leather outfits uh, to. That, that was Baldi's in Santa Monica, which was seems a bit, a bit hot for bit much, a bit hot for me in, mm-hmm. in L.A. But you know, leather play. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get it off of you when you're sweaty and hot, I yeah. think I think that's the biggest thing with all these type of non, you know, these materials. I think yeah, it'd be I hard. can't believe you didn't. The she phone. Well, him. whatever. I like calling people, Lori. But the point is, people don't. I know, I get it. Kim I, Kardashian is not calling Tom Brady. If this, anything, she would text him. Okay. You know. It's done. Yeah. Are you done with that when you yeah. beat the four? You <laughs> I know, but do one. you like these two together at all? Not really. Not even for a hotel romance? No, because... Um, they don't fit? He's too boring and she's too boring. Okay. They're two kind of boring people. Yeah. I would want one of them to have more zhuzh. Mm-hmm. I understood. How the, do you feel about her and Tom Cruise? We wouldn't want, he I would want, want her, but he'd like her money. Oh, he'd love her money. Yeah. But she wouldn't fall for it. I don't no, think so. No, he's too out of her, Mm-mm, too old. And she's, uh, uh, That's I've her. always gotten the sense that they, that there were people of faith 
They are. Yeah. I, do, I get that, too. Yeah, and they're yeah. very, they, they live a very be... boring life, yeah, except would... for all the photos. Right, right, right. And right. so, and I think Tom Cruise is boring, too. I don't, I think you need to have, Kanye was, you know, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And she's Kim. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she wants more excitement. Okay. That's all I'm saying. She had Pete Davis. He's exciting. You know, so there's... I'm anxious then. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself for Hollywood speak. Oh, look at this. Because... I get to come back and talk on my own show after this break. I, but I hope that you'll be able to handle this assignment better than oh, she phoned him. I'm not making any promises. We'll be right back. Thing. Entertainment. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, they're your experts when it comes to exterior home exteriors for the last 30 years. I'm talking siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, aren't you guys sick and tired of cleaning out your gutters every spring it's that time of the year and fall you know so why not get some gutter action get those gutters replaced with ones that are going to protect you and not make you have to introducing royal caribbean's newest ship icon of the seas the ultimate family vacation the ultimate six slides eight neighborhoods zero compromise vacation the ultimate never done that can't wait to do it vacation the ultimate chillin by a different pool every day of the week vacation this is the icon of vacations Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go up there and clean them out all the time. And you can do so with Hoffman Weber Construction. They're back with my talk. And if you remember Mike and his crew over at Hoffman Weber, they had a show on Sundays called The Home Show for years. And now I'm a partner of theirs, and I'm excited to tell you about it. I'm going to be working with them a little bit on my home here because I've got some hail damage that I need to get fixed. I recommend if you had any bit of storm damage from last year, get them to check it out. And they're also going to be helping me out with my windows because it's such an expensive ordeal. And I want to trust someone to do it. And I trust these guys. They're not going to pressure you in a high-pressure sale. They're going to take their time to make sure you're spending your money right and it's what's best for your home. Start at HoffmanWeberConstruction.com for more information. Pete Davidson. We were just talking about Kim Kardashian and how Chris... Chris, the well-placed source, called Page Six and said Kim really likes Tom, and she phoned him, which yes. is how we know the whole thing's made up. Yes. But Chase Wee Wonders, is that how you say her, her middle name? I Who? think so, Sweet. Oh, her cute, his cute girlfriend. Yes. She had this to say about Pete Davidson. It's like another player came into the video game. I'm going to need someone to Hollywood speak Okay, that. he said that about his girlfriend? No, she says that about him. Like another player came into the video game. When she met him. When they started dating. I'm, I'm confused. I'm That's having right. a hard time. Again, you're having a hard time with Hollywood speaking just in well, general. Well, I'm just going to say, based on her age, yeah, she spends a lot of time in video game world. Okay, Rocco. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. What? Someone else do it. Well, that's why Rocco plays video games. He'll know um, what this means more than you or I. I, I would do no bad idea. at this one, too. My son's more of a gamer. What are we saying? She called a Pete Davidson meeting like another player came into the video game. Okay. Is that a good thing? Like, uh, like she was playing, but now a second player came in. 
This is why we're asking your okay, Hollywood okay. Well, let's. That sounds this. fun. We can both play together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Pete Davidson, then I want him gone. You don't like him? Not really. No. Oh, I, I don't. Like him. I'm trying to find. I, you know, I like him. I find him very likable. I love fine. a skinny man with BD. That is, but, but besides that, I yeah. can't think of anything. I haven't watched his movies. Um, oh, I, I don't watched know. the the his Staten Island, his kind of autobiographical. Something, yeah. That one, Judd Apatow. That was a good one. Yeah. That came out, though, like two years yes, ago. Yes, it did. Um, but and then now there's another autobiographical. Right. But, yeah, Neil Justin said it's so... Did he say it was bad? Yeah, the problem with it is Pete Davidson. Oh, is that what he said mm-hmm. about it? Oh, that's kind of brutal. Well, and he said, you know, Pete Davidson, for what it's worth, he's got a big name, but he really didn't do anything memorable on SNL. Like, no skits, like great things that he can hang his hat on. Right. It's just Pete Davidson. Yeah, I liked whenever he showed right. up at the news desk. I liked him in any kind of skits. So you guys don't know. Because no. she's a newcomer. She was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, I remember that is one. What she, that's when she began dating Pete Davidson. She's a Nepo baby. She's the niece of Anna Sui. And she's going to be on City on Fire on Apple TV. Which is which started last good. weekend. Did it start last I weekend? I feel like it did. I don't know. And then she plays his girlfriend in Bupkis. Oh, okay. Okay, okay and she spoke to Nylon is where this is. Oh, about Nylon magazine. The Nylon. She said... Um, the first initial shock was talking, we talk about everything and we're very open with each other about everything. And it feels like what's happening in our relationship is very sacred. The first initial shock was super disorienting, but after that, it just becomes, it's like a video game. feels like another weird player came into the video game. Okay. That is so, um, Oculus speak or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I had to give you the whole thing of it. Yeah, basically she's saying nothing. She's talking word salad. Um, I think she's saying, you know, because even if someone else comes into a video game, you can still go off on your own path. So, like, she likes them, but, like, they're not getting married or even talking about it. That's now what I'm taking. Because you can always drop out of a video game. You can turn off, you can go to bed, pick up, play later. I don't think that's it. I do. All right. I do. I wish a video game player would call and tell us what the hell this is all about. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think that is what she means. You can drop in or drop out. You can well, turn we're on about or everything. We're open. It's sacred. But yet at the same time, it feels like, eh, hey, we're a video. It's like playing another player came in. And you, so she's still on her path, even though they have their sacred little path together. She can get off the right anytime. All right. That's. Wow. I mean, now that I read the whole thing, okay. instead of taking that. Okay. You know, because I really did unfairly give you just a sound bite with nothing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But I thought Rocco would have been able to yeah. do it with yeah, a video not, game. You know? My kid's a video game player. I mean, why can't she just say, you know, he's just a new, you know, I'm just going through life and now he's in my life and it's messing me up. Why is she comparing it to a video game? Mario Brothers or, you know. Well, uh, again, oh, you're right. phones are ringing. Do we, should we oh, see if it's a video see, game please, player? Yes. Please. Let's have Hollywood speak help. Hello, yeah, because one. what was happening in our relationship is sacred, but the initial shock okay. is super disorienting. But after that, it becomes like a video game. It just feels like another weird player came into the video game. Okay, Rocco, who do line we... Line one. Are, line are one, you a hello? gamer? Hello, hello, you're on my talk. I was just calling to comment on the Pete Davidson. Oh, please, please, please tell us. 
Yeah, so he's basically just uh, her life with Kanye was a game, and he was just another player in the video game. Okay, if we were talking about Kim Kardashian, that's what it would be. She was he yeah as a game, yeah, and another player. All right, thank you. That's one way to think of it, just to like, because his light, you know. With Kanye. I wish Kim would say something like that. <laughs> I know it. I know it. She's always got to walk the fine, uh, you know, tightrope line. She has to be so nice because it's it's her parent. Oh, it is. It's her parent. So that's that's another way to look at it. Yeah. But no, this, yeah, she, I just it's think a game. She, she can get off the game. Yeah. You know, she's 26. That was, all right, I got it. I got it. All right. What's, give me another one. All right, out loud. One. Okay, Prince Andrew refuses to vacate Royal Lodge. He doesn't want Prince William to have it. You know what? It's a big place. <laughs> it's been his home for 35, 40 years. I'm not moving. I'm going to be a sutter. Or what is those sitters called? A sitter? Um, squatter. Squatter. Oh, there you go. The sitter's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the palace will never release any photos with Andrew in it at the coronation. He is persona non grata. Charles needs wants to put him in Frogmore Cottage, and I bet he's out of that royal lodge by September. They, they, okay, they will cut Harry off at his knees, but they're having more trouble cutting off because well, he's already lived. He lives yeah. there, Lori. It's hard to get people out of their places if they're in there. William wants the country estate, yeah. and he's that's going why to get they it. ever say in a divorce, whoever leaves first. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, you know, if they won't release pictures of Andrew in any coronation photos, even though they let him go there and wear the robes and yeah. all of that, he. I think just get over the, this. Charles is not going to let him stay there, and I think Andrew should just realize that, you know, and be nicer. I mean, try not and plant his stories too. I mean, that's one thing. If if they would just all kind of pay attention to what Harry's been saying, is like, hey, these tabloids aren't our friend. They pit us against each other, and we give them access and we sell each other to them. All right, moving on. Give okay. me another one. All right, fine. Um, here's another one. <laughs> Sarah Ferguson promises to spill the tea in a new podcast. See, she's hustling out there trying to get some money because Andrew's too lazy to work. And they won't have him go to any official stuff. So now she's got a podcast. Well, what new tea can she spill? Tea talks with the Duchess and Sarah. So she's the Duchess of York and ex-wife of uh, disgraced Prince Andrew. And I don't know who Sarah is. I certainly hope she's not talking that's about her name, herself. Sarah Ferguson. And she's the Duchess, too. Is she talking about herself in the third person in her podcast? No. T-top with the Julie and Julia. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be a whole lot of fun, and I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll spill the tea, chat about our weeks, and sometimes set the record straight. So she's... The Duchess of York interviewing, talking to Sarah herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a terrible idea. People like her books. And yeah. I like her when she's interviewed. I like her when she talks. I don't know that. I, I don't like the name. I don't get it. Would you like to um, chat is- about, would you like to know about her week? What she did in a week. Well, that's what I'm reading in Andy Cohen's diaries. Yeah. Oh, but at least he has a lot of interest. He has. He does. He's, he, he's, he's a mover and a shaker. Yeah, he really is a mover and a shaker. He's mingling with people who are in the right. news, so it's always exciting. I don't think the Duchess of York, or the former Duchess of York, is. 
I mean, she still lives at that Royal Lodge with Andrew. She's probably telling him, I need it for the podcast, darling. Give me 60 days. Oh, please. There, yeah. Well, she'll never spill the tea we want to hear. Never. Because she's loyal to the queen. She was loyal to the queen. Loyal to Andrew. And him, she's, too. Yeah. She won't. She won't. She won't. There will be no tea spilling with the Duchess. And It'll be soggy bags. And tomorrow, <laughs> tune in for an episode of Julia and Julie. <laughs> And Lori and Lorraine. Lori and Laura. (laughs) Rocco and Rocky. (laughs) Um, All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.